Hello, welcome to the definitive list of everything ever. DuckTales, we're still watching it, somehow, edition. I'm Scrooge McDuck, and with me I have Webby and the G Gladstone Gander. You, you guys can decide who you are. I'll be Gladstone. <laughs> All right, James Gladstone, Derek. Mm. All right, you're, apparently you're I'm Webby. There you go. No, you're, I take it back, you're not Webby, you're her aunt. Mom. Derek B. Donald. You're Mrs. Beakley. <laughs> okay, no, you're Donald. That's actually. Thank you. <laughs> that works. <laughs> you want to be Donald even after this episode? Yes. You dress like a sailor? Kind of. Yeah. Why yeah. does Donald dress like a sailor all the time? Because he's a duck. Yeah, but so is freaking everyone else on the show. <laughs> Don't. Okay, can we just. No. All right. <laughs> all right so this week's episode is called. We're just going to get right into it, fellas. It's called The House of the Lucky Gander. It is not the intern episode like I said it was last week because freaking Disney is a bunch of filthy liars. Or they heard you and were like, <laughs> we're going to screw that podcast over. But this one does have Scrooge in it, which helps. So basically, the <laughs> Scrooge and Donald and all of the triplets and Webby go to a magical casino where Gladstone Gander, Donald's really lucky douchebag brother live or cousin, cousin lives and then they walk around the casino and everyone's distracted by things for a reason and Scrooge just wants to go on an adventure but none of them will go because they'd rather gamble with Gladstone and I think which one's the green one Louie and Gladstone I have friends because they both wear green <laughs> and bad things keep happening to Donald and then you find out uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it but I mean you're listening to the show the Gladstone is actually under the control of a luck demon who made a casino to use Gladstone to win money in his own casino. <laughs> I think. He's, and then that, that sounds about right. He's yeah, feeding. Then, he's feeding off the luck. You know. To do what though? Because it's his food. Would a casino to put Gladstone in? Also, he's a frog. But anyway, yeah. then they play Monopoly and Pachinko, but it's real <laughs> big with Gladstone and Donald racing. And Donald wins because Gladstone is distracted by money, much like Scrooge. <laughs> and then Donald gets kidnapped by the luck demon, and then it kills him because Donald's so unlucky. That, <laughs> and then you find out that Launchpad went on a much more interesting adventure <laughs> while they were doing this. And that's the episode. Also, a woman in a gold vat gives it to Gander, which was my favorite joke in the episode. Um, well, maybe not my favorite, but I did like that joke. Yeah. That's it. All right. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. You can contact me at... <laughs> Under five minutes. Uh, yeah, we're keeping it short. We don't really like keep to the like-dislike on the show. So we don't. How about, how about we just go over chronologically? Uh, Derek, you're the most biased towards the show, so you go first and start us off on a positive note. Yes, I honestly think this may be my new favorite. I really like this episode. What? <laughs> okay, look, it was really funny. And the fact that there was the ongoing joke of they keep trying to get to the adventure was so meta that I was just like laughing because I was like, oh, hey, it's like Nathan. Uh, yes, I'm like Scrooge, thank you. I like the joke with Launchpad where, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going out to help an old girlfriend, and then you see him like with like a baby panda and wearing all this battle-scarred armor, and you're like, what happened? 
after the last episode. That real where... episode happened. Yeah. Well, it's like after the last episode where he was kind of obnoxious. I thought they you. Their use of him was really good in this episode. I really not in it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even in it. That's not good use. No, it is because I hate him after the last episode. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, but I'm just mad that we didn't get oh, to wait. actually see a good adventure. I'm I, glad that what's her face wasn't in it. Oh, Lena. Lena. Yeah. Lena. Yeah, having her out and Scrooge in makes me realize how detrimental she is to the core group. I'm hoping they focus more on Scrooge, like, a lot. I really enjoyed sort of seeing Scrooge in that casino environment because he's all about hard work and earning money through hard work, so of course he would hate casinos, and then they're making a joke off of you know, how casinos are designed and how difficult it is to get out of them because I've been in casinos, they're very difficult to get out of. Okay, do you've had your, do you have one final thing you can say that's good before I give it to the other as a spectrum of James? I like what they did with Gladstone. His character is often portrayed as actually being pretty malicious, not just that he's he's lucky and Donald is unlucky and that's where the conflict comes from, but in past stories with him, he has actually been actively antagonistic towards Donald, which just makes uh-huh. him unlikable. What I like about here is that he's still, you know, you still get a sense of unlikable from him, but at the same time, you get more of a sense that he is actually a member of their family, as opposed to just, mm-hmm. you know, someone that's like, oh, hey, look, here's a guy we have to deal with. You know, you get a better... I really like that, that's sort of like a stronger sense of family from all these characters. To be fair, I will confess on this podcast... I looked him up on the DuckTales Wikipedia, because I was like, I thought I remembered him from some other cartoon that I had watched, like a Donald Duck cartoon, and I got trapped in this huge family tangled web of (laughs) actually recognizing a bunch of the ducks and geese, and I was like, this is terrible, and then I closed Wikipedia and turned off the computer. You're saying your life was like a hurricane? Here in Drunk Tales. Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we've heard from the person who likes it the most. Let's hear it from the other side. James, tell us about this episode. This will actually be interesting because I have no idea what you don't like about it. Okay, number one, I thought we were going on an adventure because they were going to find a golden cricket. (laughs) And then they spent the whole time trapped in a dumb, ugly-looking casino with the most ugly-looking frog. Horrible design. He is the worst (laughs) design in this entire show. And then, then they finally get to the cricket at the end. Scrooge is like, oh, well, that's there. Let's go home. And I was like, that's literally how I feel about this entire show now. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to go on adventures and have, like, exciting things happen. They haven't done anything since Atlantis that has been exciting on an adventure. This episode is literally the cricket. Mm. It is literally the meta cricket. Yeah, and while I like the meta joke. It felt like after being going through the last two episodes in particular, it felt like they were like freaking slapping me. They're yeah, like, hey, like, you want to adventure, huh? You're so stupid. You're like Scrooge. Why would you even want adventure? <laughs> stupid. It's, we're gonna spend better. the whole time in a casino. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. And like but the I jokes like Scrooge. in the casino did not land at all for me. Like the stupid water <laughs> fountain park. Thing. I was just like, why? This is not even entertaining. Just move along. <laughs> Go find a stupid cricket. And I was so mad when I realized they weren't going to get out of the casino. They weren't going to find the cricket. I was so mad. And 
there was like other adventures going on with Launchpad, who got character assassinated last week, and we didn't even get to see him do anything cool. It's not enough to see him show up with a panda. That does not make him cool. Maybe redeems it like a half star, uh, a soft star. <laughs> My turn. I would like a moment to defend the episode once you're all done, please. There's no defense. There's no defense. This is a short episode. Yep. There's plenty of defense. <laughs> so I'm not like James. I actually thought this episode was okay. <laughs> but I did feel like it's a slap in the face that they're not going on any adventures. I, re- I did like Gander. And I liked juxtapositioning him with Screw or with Donald, mm-hmm. but I felt like they pushed the joke a little too much, like of him just failing at all the casinos stuff. I didn't think it was funny that everything fell on him for no reason at all, <laughs> but whatever. I agree but with that's, James. That's pretty much typical Donald. Yeah, that's typical Donald. Like, and I thought, oh wow, that seeing it in contrast with Gander just made it funnier. Yeah, Gander was just perfect at everything. I thought I agree with James that I thought all the distractions felt literally like it felt like I'm watching the show and on a meta level the show is getting distracted by dumb bullcrap I don't care about in the last two episodes, especially like the Terra Furmans and the Beagle Butt Day Massacre. Like <laughs> I felt like those were like the show and it, it's even super meta because like the ducks that get distracted try to justify their distraction. And it kind of makes sense, but it's weak and lame. And so that's exactly how I felt about those episodes. And so I'm like, I felt like Scrooge. I'm like, please, please, can we do something else? Can we do something fun? Like, and he like almost literally says, the reason why you hang out with me is to go on adventures and you all want to sit here. And I'm like, that is literally me. I am only watching the show because I want to see Scrooge go around and do weird things on adventures. Like, and it's not funny if you're doing, if you're like punching me in the face and saying that I'm dumb. And Scrooge doesn't even get an adventure because they make Donald do it, which actually was kind of funny because Scrooge got all excited and then they let him down again, which was kind of actually funny. And then I also kind of felt like I was being punched in the face. <laughs> uh, the jokes about a lot of Gander's luck I thought were funny. Though they made fun of Scrooge by swimming in the, the chips. I thought that was a funny joke. I liked that it ended with the woman in a gold vat coming up and selling it to Gladstone for tax purposes for $20. That was As a stupid. I love that. I was annoyed because I felt the more at the end was earned where they're all like, you may be the most unluckiest failure of a human being ever, Donald, but you try hard. So Donald I guess duck, we... the failure of a human being. Yeah. Well, considering he's a duck, yes, he fails at being a human being. <laughs> <laughs> but like that felt completely out of nowhere and unearned. Like his life still sucks. He still lives in a boat in a freaking uncle's or Scrooge's backyard. <laughs> no, but, like what mrs beakley has to say to him about that adventure like overall i was like kind of lukewarm on the whole thing the problem was that while the meta level joke is funny discussing it like watching it was actually really boring like watching them like try to engage with the again the water show was definitely the most egregious thing i just did not care Mm. the tiger was kind of funny the tiger was probably the best distraction of them all then for dipping things in chocolate like okay we get it women like to put 
things in chocolate fountains. Like that's a that's a tired joke. Yeah. Like, but if, weren't they putting like hot dogs in the chocolate fountain yeah, or something I nasty? Don't, like, I really don't care. And that so, was a that was a that was a new version. I had never I seen just, anything like that. So I felt so bad for Scrooge because <laughs> yeah. I am Scrooge now. I have become the Scrooge. Yeah. And I'm like, poor David. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I liked the bit with Scrooge where when he finally gives in and is like, all right, check me in. And I like that joke of I'll need a sauna, view of the pool, and a distraction. And then he just runs and it's like, oh, yep, nope, check-in is always by the exit, so thanks. It's like Scrooge is really smart and it'd be great to see him employ those talents in a rip-roaring adventure through the Egyptian (laughs) mummy's tomb. Yeah, I'm still hoping that we'll get more of that. I can definitely see, I definitely sympathize with your fatigue over the non-adventurous episodes honestly what i really loved about this episode was the character stuff which i think part of that comes from a bit of a bias because gladstone and donald in the comics are like a constant theme their conflict with each other so seeing it addressed in animation was a lot of fun and seeing a different twist to that dynamic i thought was a lot of fun i love that's two characters though and there's six in this episode well yeah but what about the triplets they do anything that was engaging? No. Well, the movie okay, wasn't a... Well, Louie, I like the joke at the very end. I thought it was hysterical because it's just like, hey, there's a great adventure to find this cricket. And oh, it's literally just a cricket. And just the way David Tennant delivers Scrooge's line, just the disappointment you can hear. It, I just thought that was hilarious. He spoke for all of us. <laughs> I just love that. It's like, okay. We can go now. I've never identified with a grouchy billionaire cartoon duck more than I have on this day. <laughs> to be fair, if any character is grouchy, you probably identify with them. No. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I still think this episode was a lot of fun. I thought it was the funniest episode that we've had so far. Derek? Yes? I have, I have a trump card as to why you're not going to like put this one higher than the Great Dime Chase. Why? Can you guess what my trump card is? Um, they didn't mention somebody. Oh, <laughs> look, that is not a requirement for a good episode. It's just a pleasant addition to the series. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, Which you like better, Gladstone or their mother? Well, we know mother. more about Gladstone, Wait. so. It's Magica, so... That oh, that's right, it's Magica. <laughs> Tara Fermians has to go above this episode because she, the mother was actually in it. That's, that's totally I re- 100% true. I reject Bottom this reality you're trying to create. <laughs> oh, my, I would not put this on the Tara Fermians. That, that no, episode was I so bad. I wouldn't either. I'm just... <laughs> oh, come on. I mean... Hmm. I'm just destroying our podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I get why you would not like it, but it's like I didn't really get into this show thinking every single one was going to be an adventure, so it doesn't bug me as much. I do want them to get to adventures, but I'm enjoying a lot of these sort of more mundane episodes, even though this one does end up ending with a giant luck vampire that they have to fight against. And I like the way Scrooge beat him. It's just like, and I also like the moment where Louis is like legitimately angry at him, where it's like, how could you give him up? And then Scrooge is just like, three, two, one. It's like, yeah. yes, I maybe want them to go on adventures. But the great dime chase is number one. 
mm. above Wuwu, which mm. had an adventure, and the Great China Chase did not. So yeah. I would argue that while I did have show expectations, I am willing to put them aside if an episode I feel has comedic timing and chops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and this the, one, the this librarian one... was better than the luck vampire. <laughs> yeah. The librarian was really funny. Yeah. But I think this show, I think this episode had some hits that I did like. It was mm-hmm. definitely better than the last two weeks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I still don't feel like I'm getting delivered. I don't know what I felt like I was promised. Because I thought Woo was so good that this one just kind of... Woo had a good mix of the first half being them dinking around Aqua Teen Hunger Force style. And the second half being an adventure. Which made me feel like that's kind of like how the show would be. Like you'd have 50% right. then dinking around, ducking around. <laughs> and then 50% classic style DuckTales, right? Which would be a good combo, I thought. Right. Um, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. weird that they're not doing that. And it's extra weird that they didn't have Scrooge for, you know. Yeah, that, that was really annoying. Where I'm like, come on, Scrooge is the most interesting character here. Let's let's get to him. Yeah, because he's grouchy. Yeah. He's grouchy. <laughs> the grouchy person helps. Yeah, he plays kind of the straight man more than the one, the red duck. <laughs> because yeah. he's just yeah. so gr- grumpy and grounded that, like, he takes all of their unbridled, obnoxious optimism and just burns it to the ground. And mm. I love it. That's yeah. my favorite thing about Scrooge. Is he takes hopes and dreams, and <laughs> if they're not relevant to his interests, he just murders them. See, mm. and that's why I think I liked the Dime Chase so much, is because you had the buzzards, which were even worse than him. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there were things that played off of the characters in the Dime Chase, whereas this one, it was just Gladstone. And yes, he was lucky. He was lucky in the cartoons. He's lucky in the comics. But. It makes you wonder if it would have been better if it hadn't been Donald and Scrooge heading off against Gladstone, and it was just like one on one, maybe. But then yeah, one of them would have to leave, which I think I'd complain about them that. So whatever. You can't win Ducktales. You've nope. jaded me too much with the last two episodes. This what? one's a nice peace offering, but it's got to be better than that. Yeah. Next episode, better step up the game. Well, that's the weird thing because you were like looking forward to the internship one, but I'm like, that's not an adventure either. I was looking forward to it because I had freaking Scrooge in it, and last week I was about ready to drop this whole series. <laughs> I'm not ready to drop the whole series again, but I am only slightly less <laughs> than last week. It has moved <sighs> up a little bit, but they have to give me, like, they've been feeding me, like, I don't know, what's what's up, like, gross ice cream flavors that I don't like. And then gross they give me ice cream like, flavors. Like, Rocky I Road. I don't like Rocky Road. So they've been you don't like Rocky Road? Road? No, shut up. We're not judging my ice cream. We're <laughs> making an analogy. So, and then this week was like half Rocky Road, half something with waffle bits and caramel in it and toffee. And I'm like, okay, I got half of what I want, but there's still half of this disgusting, mm. vile Rocky Road in it. And so I'm like, if you want to earn my love back, Cold Stone Creamery, which is DuckTales in this analogy, in case you're not following along at home, then you better freaking give me a cake made of toffee ice cream with cone bits and like pretzels on it because pretzels are sick and salted caramel and some chocolate swirlies that's what i want that's what i need and you can keep giving me this half and half bull crap and i'll eat it because i like some of it but it doesn't mean i'll love you because the only way to my heart is with giant cake made out of the specific ice cream flavors. I think Sanazi went too far, but the point is the same. Are you hungry? I, is that what you're saying? I am. I didn't have dinner. After that, 
analogy slash diatribe, I am going to actually switch my opinion and go with Derek because that was garbage, Nathan. Absolute garbage. <laughs> was it better or worse than the episode? <laughs> worse. It was uh, worse than the episode. You don't like Rocky Road? <laughs> oh. Isn't that the one with all the nuts in it? Yeah, and like marshmallow and chocolate. Mm. No, thank you. Mm. That's like chocolate. I don't like chocolate ice by itself. I don't like marshmallows because they're weird, and you already have a white, a, like a fluffy thing in the thing. So what the frick's wrong with you? A fluffy you thing in the thing. A fluffy thing in your ice cream. You don't need more fluff. That's stupid and redundant. <laughs> Did they put coconut in Rocky Road? Because then it really would be the grossest flavor. No. And then they put okay. like pistachios or some bullcrap nut that no one wants. Like everyone just put peanuts in. I like pistachios. Well, I maybe pistachios. also like the show. So your opinion is invalid. Oh, come on. I love the show because I have to stand against this <laughs> mess. Oh, thank you. Life is like a hurricane. Yeah. Here at Stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so where would you rank this episode? Wait, I'm doing stars. Oh. Oh. Three. Four. Did you watch it five times? I watched it six times. Then you have to give it a five. You know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the rules. Uh, we didn't write the rules. God did. So you gotta make it happen. All right. I will give it five stars. I yes, yeah. This is not a five-star episode. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about it, okay? Maybe I have a bit of a I facile expect- sense of humor, but... I expect every single episode from here on out to be five, and if it's not, then I'm going to force you to watch it until it becomes a five. <laughs> we have found our in <laughs> to make excuses votes. The problem is it skews them all in one direction. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. I can see what you're com- what you didn't like about it, but I enjoyed everything in this episode. And we can see your nostalgia and appreciate it. Yeah, there is a bit of nostalgia going on because the main thing I loved a about bit? this episode was yes, the main thing I loved about this episode was the you know, the character interactions. Specifically yeah, Donald and Gladstone. That's fine. Or like Badstone, am I right? Wow. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> what? You didn't give it a star rating. I did so. I said three. Oh. Well, you didn't say it loud, though. <laughs> but I only watched it once, so I don't know if that really counts. Yeah, for you, we add two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So everything automatically gets a three? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not well, I'm still a three, and Derek's still a five. So, Nathan, how did you feel? How on earth did you watch this six times? It's like two hours. You could have watched, like, another movie. I, I literally told him that. I said, you could have written, like, a chapter in your novel. When you put it like that, I feel silly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really enjoyed this. It had some really good jokes in it for me. You should watch it at, like two times speed and every time someone says duck (laughs) 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 the worst idea you're full of worst ideas where are we putting this i would put it at three honestly i want four yeah i would want to put it at one but realistically speaking thinking back to those other episodes i'd say three yeah right underneath woo -woo. what's this one called duck duck house of the lucky gander ducks on three (laughs) (laughs) nathan (laughs) That's um, not what it's called. To sleep drunk tales. <laughs> Why do so many of these have exclamation points? All the top three have exclamation points. No, birthday Beagle Mask is down. The house. That's the one that should have the most exclamation points. Wait, Day Trip of Doom doesn't have an exclamation point, does it? They do they all? Yeah. Oh, they shoot, they do. 
Well, you know, if they all have exclamation points, it takes away the emphasis ducktails, so I'm going to have to take away one star <laughs> on the whole series. Oh, come on. <laughs> ducktails, they have to put exclamation points in the show. Yeah. Then they've done it. I, I mean, don't know what they've done. They've done it. Okay, here's a question. If you guys were watching these, let's say all five episodes had already come out and there were other ones out, and those ones decided to be more adventure-focused, would it bug you as much as these have? If it was half and half, no. Okay. But Mm. nothing's going to make that Terra Firma episode good, though. Well, yeah. No. But, like, was the the Dime Chase number three or was it number two? It was three. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, the last two have really dragged my interest to a new low. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think this is saying something to the Netflix binge-watching formula, because <laughs> normally I just burn through them and be like, yeah, okay, those episodes sucked, but like maybe the next one's better. But now I have to wait a week. I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> and the fact that I have to talk about it and know that Derek's going to love everything also <laughs> makes it challenging. It's okay. In retrospect, we made Derek say the Terra Furman one wasn't good. So, yeah. small victories. He I only watched it. it four times. Yeah. Clearly I think, he didn't like it that much. Yeah, I think the perfect analogy to this would be the first time I watched season two of Legend of Korra versus the first time I actually binged through it. Because the first time I watched it week by week, I hated that season. But then watching it again all in one row, I was like, that wasn't so bad. So, this is going to be the reverse, where when you watch it all in one go, you don't like it anymore? I find that unlikely. I was thinking that maybe you and I would like it better in a binge. Maybe? Well, it does say there it's an episode called The Living Mummies of Tothra. That sounds like it would have adventure. Please, please. Here's the the other thing. All right, let me me break it down. I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That show's whole joke is that they they are supposed to be superhero people and they do nothing but sit around all day. Right, but that movie just that show admits that it just sucks, and so it's fine. But this is not the case. I was sold something. I watched that intro, and in that intro, they are not sitting around a casino. They are not, you know, watching movies about mole people. They are fighting a giant crab that clicks in time to the music. Which I I totally saw this time, by the way. What? I totally saw that this time. Yeah, yeah. See, he clicks in time. It's the best thing. I kind of love that. Yeah, I kind of love that crab. <laughs> Much better yeah. than the one in Moana. Oh, now they know when we record <laughs> But <laughs> What do you mean but, we recorded two things in one night? Who would do such that. a thing? But anyway, does anyone have any final thoughts? Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. I've said what I needed to say. I enjoyed myself. I'm really glad Derek likes this. I'm glad Derek likes this too. <laughs> Patronization the podcast. <laughs> no, we're not being patronized. No, you can like just... Real talk. With the exception of Terror of the Terra Fermians, I have been having a great time with this series. Wow. It's like one of us. <laughs> I think I still think that this is a series that I would watch next year after it all came out and I'd just binge it and then be like, okay, that was the thing. Right. Doing it in this format is probably hurting the series more than it's helping it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> because we've been accustomed to being addicted to Netflix. So that don't does. be addicted, kids. Yeah. yeah. But do watch House of Cards, all you ten year olds out there. <laughs> what? No, stop. <laughs> it has Wesley from The Princess Bride in it and so Kevin it Spacey from Nine Lives, the cat movie. So you know it's for kids. <laughs>
<laughs> That's been it for this episode of, of what do you call it? J- Drunk Tales? That's what we should have called the whole podcast. Um, <laughs> with me again, I am Nathan at the Useless God. Again, please tell me how much you care about the triplets' mother. I No one has sent me a single tweet about that, and I am sad. But it does prove my point. Except they haven't sent me any that they don't care about it. So, so far, uh, 0% response rate. <laughs> Derek, how you, about you? You can reach me on Twitter at BurningLizard. And uh, same goes for me. If you care about the mom, if you don't care about the mom, let me know. I want to know if I am actually crazy. Also, if you want to um, star and review our podcast on iTunes. That would help a lot and also do wonders for our egos. So yes, please. My ego is so deflated. <laughs> okay, Scrooge. I'm James. You can reach me at binge watch fan. I'm looking for conspiracy theorists that also believe that Donald's sister is magica. We will be best friends. Please yeah. contact me. I mean, the right, the truth is out there. If the they, truth. Okay. If they do that, there. I'm rioting. <laughs> I want to see Derek Riot, please. (laughs) Yeah, also that. Please send me all your flat earth theories while you're at it, because it's just get it all out of the way. (laughs) Because everyone knows the earth is flat. It's not actually flat, it's shaped like a duck's bill. It's slightly curved. Yeah, slightly curved, but still flat. (laughs) But it's okay, because if you ever want to buy anything, you can just stomp on the ground and say, put it on my bill. That's it, bye. Opening and ending music by at Ben Sound. Podcast cover art by Nathan Rackley at Drawakir on Twitter.